Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Super Sleuths Book 6 The Cabin Boy's Secret by E.M. Clark. Read by Lexi. Chapter 3 Lost in the Jungle. Hector, I take it you've never been in the jungle before? An invisible Zelly asked an equally invisible Hector as they crept out of the clearing and into the dense trees of the surrounding jungle. No, Hector replied. I'm used to storms and all sorts of challenges at sea, but I reckon the dangers in here are different. Definitely, confirmed Zelly. The two things to be most aware of in the jungle are serpents and jacker. The serpents live on land and in the water, and they come in all sorts of sizes, from huge python-sized things to the tiniest little adder-like creatures. They feel vibrations in the ground and will move away if we give them enough warning, so tread heavily. They'll only hurt you by accident. What about the jacker? Well, they are much worse, Zelly replied. They're a bit like crocodiles. They live in the river and on the banks, so keep your eyes peeled. They move fast and they kill for fun. After they kill you, they leave you in an underwater cave like a larder to eat you later when you're rotten. They have very big teeth, she finished with a shudder. Yikes! said Hector, grimacing at the thought of them. We'll avoid them, I think. Definitely, said Zelly. Even worse than that, though, the Jacker are in the service of Prince Igor, and he uses them as spies, so they're doubly dangerous. Right, said Hector. Operation Avoid the Jacker at All Costs commences. Then, of course, we have the mosquitoes and leeches, continued Zelly conversationally which like to bite you and attach themselves to you to suck your blood. It all sounds delightful, replied Hector with a rueful grin. You're really selling it, Zelly. She grinned back at him. Well, those are the worst bits. Everything else isn't too bad, I suppose. Just then, Zelly's parrot, Anna, came flying back to report. The river is ahead, mistress. There are two boats, but one is not in good condition. And... There is a guard. No problem, said Zelly. Anna, when I say so, attack the guard. Hector, let's stay invisible so we can make straight for the good boat and get away. Roger that, chirped Anna, and Hector nodded his agreement. The plan worked perfectly. An invisible Anna zoomed at the guard, crying out loudly and snapping at him with her sharp beak. The guard was terrified especially when he realised he was being attacked by a bird he couldn't see. He took to his heels and sprinted off into the jungle with Anna in hot pursuit. He's making a lot of noise and will attract the attention of the others, said Zelly, frowning. Hurry, Hector, get in the boat and let's go. She scrambled into the boat that was in the best condition. Just a second, I'm making sure they can't follow. Hector was attacking the planks at the bottom of the other boat with his knife, making the holes bigger. Good idea, sailor, grinned Zelly, but hurry. At that moment, Anna came flying back. They're coming, she cried. Now, Hector, Zelly hissed, get into the boat and push us off. 
They can't see us, so they'll think the boat got loose. Several pirates arrived on the bank and looked helplessly on in fury as the seemingly empty boat floated into the midstream. Zelly and Hector couldn't row as they were pretending they weren't there, so they had to let the current take them wherever it wished to. After it! cried the Count who had just arrived, and two pirates stepped unwisely into the water. They were afraid of Count Zuto, but someone had not warned them that the jungle held worse terrors. No, no, said Zelly under her breath, staring at them in horror. Hector heard a soft splash and saw two long creatures with snouts slither into the water. The pirates had seen them too, and with shrieks of terror made for the riverbank. One wasn't quick enough, and one of the jacker closed its monstrous mouth on his foot. An agonised scream ripped through the humid air. There was a brief sound of thrashing water. Then there was silence. That's horrible, whispered Hector weakly. The jackers got him, said Zelly grimly. They're vile creatures, and she shuddered. The boat rounded a bend in the river, and she shook herself. Well, we can't help him now, she said. We must row hard now we're out of sight. They'll come after us, but remember, we have a head start, as they don't know we've escaped yet. They bent to their oars with determination, and they soon heard cries of fury from the clearing. They've discovered we've gone, remarked Hector. Yep, agreed Zelly. Now the Black Cross gang will be after us, so we need to move as fast as we can. Fortunately, they were still sailing with the current. The river began gradually to widen until they could hardly see either side. Let's keep to one side, said Zelly in alarm. This doesn't feel right. I've spent a lot of time in the jungle and I've never seen anything like this. It's getting hard to steer replied Hector. The current's too strong. Anna, called Zelly to her parrot. Pull some vines from the strangler fig trees on the bank and bring them to me. You keep rowing, Hector, and I'll pull us into shore. Anna selected the strongest vine she could find and brought it to Zelly. Then she swooped back to the shore to fetch another one. With Zelly pulling on the vines like ropes and Hector rowing, they managed, with a great effort, to guide the boat to the bank out of the main drag of the current. They had acted not a minute too soon. As they paused, panting from their hard work, they could hear a distant roaring. "'What's that noise?' asked Hector apprehensively. "'I think it's a waterfall,' replied Zelly, wiping the sweat from her forehead." And it sounds like a big one, she added. Well, that was close, said Hector. It's a good job you realise what was ahead. It's a good job you're such a good rower, said Zelly with a grin. Without Anna, we would have been goners, said Hector admiringly. Yes, she's a very special bird, said Zelly fondly, ruffling Anna's feathers. Let's tie the boat up and go and see the waterfall, suggested Hector. There's not a lot of undergrowth around here, so we should be safe to walk down to it. They carefully tied up the boat using the vines from the fig tree and hid it with some of the leaves and creepers. What kind of knot is that? asked Zelly, watching as Hector performed a complicated manoeuvre with one of the vines. 
It's a special sailing one, he replied. It's useful because it's very strong, but you can pull it loose fast if you need to. You'll have to teach me that sometime, said Zelly. Then she froze, gazing back out into the river. Look, I can see the pirates. They're stuck in the midstream. Zelly gaped in horror. They've lost control. They're going to be carried over the waterfall. Zelly and Hector stared as the boat holding the pirates careered towards them. Fortunately for them, the pirates were bigger and stronger than the two children and they were able to row away to safety, but not without a struggle. Zelly and Hector could hear them cursing and, as they finally managed to row away, they distinctly heard one of them say, Take me back to the sea. Davy Jones's locker's better than this. I hate to sympathise with a pirate, whispered Hector with a smile, but I feel the same way. The jungle's a fascinating place, but give me life on the ocean wave any day. Never mind that, cut in one of the other pirates roughly. Those pesky kids must have gone over the waterfall. We'd better get back and report to Count Zuto. Hector and Zelly exchanged glances. It was probably a good thing that the pirates assumed they had gone over the edge of the waterfall, but they needed to get moving. They decided to continue exploring on foot. When they got to the waterfall, they saw that while it was a huge roar of water in the middle, at the edges it was rocky, and the side they were on was smooth rock like a slide. The noise of the water was tremendous. See this, said Hector, through the spray, pointing to the rock slide. We could lower the boat by using the vines. Zelly gave a grin of delight. What a brilliant idea! I wish Zav was here to see it. At the mention of her twin, she felt a pang. They must get back to the others as quickly as possible. It was a bit harder than they had expected to lower the boat down the side of the waterfall using the vines, as the boat was a dead weight. However, they persevered, and with Anna's help, they managed to lower and slide the boat down to the bottom. Once the vessel was safely down at the bottom, they looked at each other. Now it's our turn, grinned Zelly. How do you want to go about it? asked Hector. We could use the vines to lower ourselves, or we could slide. Slide, of course, replied Zelly and the two of them slid down the natural rock slide with cries of glee, landing with a splash in a deep pool at the bottom. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Chapter 4, Return to the Fazenda of the Six Brothers. If you're loving the podcast, why not leave us a review, or even donate to help us keep making new episodes. See you next time.